Want to know what I've learned from all my time in the field coaching people? That's this week on the Fuse Chamber Podcast. You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hey guys, welcome back. It's great to have you here. This week, I wanted to share with you something personal, something off the cuff, stuff that I'm seeing in the field as I'm coaching all kinds of new people this year, new experiences, different backgrounds. But first, let's remember why we're here to create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community, to create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that forever change your life and career. All right, so lately I've been coaching all kinds of new people, and I start seeing the same things over and over and over. And it makes me realize that, well, last week we were talking about getting ahead of your competition. I want to reinforce that message this week. If you do what I'm teaching you well, and you do it regularly, you have no competition. Because so many times as a coach, you come in, somebody is, you know, usually they're suffering. They feel like they're out of place. They want to be somewhere other than where they are. They feel like they need to be successful in their lives. They have something they're burning to do, but they have trouble accomplishing their goals. They may even have trouble visualizing their goals. So they come in and they want help. And usually they get, you know, you give them some inspiration. You give them hope. You give them some basic instructions to get them started. And they'll go for a certain length of time, two, three, four sessions. And then all of a sudden they drop off and they disappear. And usually they'll come back after a few weeks or a few months and say, hey, I've been you know, really meaning to get into it and really sit down and take this seriously, but I've been so busy. And then more often than not, hate to say it, you never see them again. Now, sometimes they may need a different coach and that's okay. The first thing you have to realize if you do what I do is that you're not for everybody. You can't help everybody. Sometimes my message resonates directly, like a light that I shine right through your heart, right between the eyes even. And then for other people, I just don't do it. They need somebody else, somebody different. And that's why coaching is such a personal business, and that's perfectly okay. But more often than not, it's fear. So people get a sense that maybe they could be destined for something great. But then they choose not to reach for it. And the reason sometimes, you know, it surprises me to this day. Sometimes people feel it's too much work. Some people feel, I feel like I should be destined for greatness, but deep in my heart, I believe that I'm not. And other people are scared of what's on the other side of success. What does it look like when you become successful? And then the world has different expectations of you. Whatever the reason may be, if you want to be successful, whether you choose a coach, whether you're just reading a book, or whether you're going with your gut, you have to start now. And you have to stay with it now. 
it's the very beginning where we lose the most people. So what ends up happening is that you get started with the best intentions. It goes nowhere. A year or two goes by. And as you're doing your New Year's resolutions, you say, oh man, I went off the path. I need to get back on it. So we try it again. And then because the inherent root of the problem hasn't changed, nothing different happens. You do the exact same thing. You get excited. You get a new notebook. You get a brand new pen. You start writing things down. You make plans. You make journals. You do all the right things for about a week. And then it stops. Well, how do we solve that problem? In my experience, there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, realize that if you can be the one who pushes through, who lasts not just three or four days, but lasts three or four weeks, maybe eight weeks, you've won. All you have to do is outlast the competition, even by a fraction of a second, and you win. I always tell this joke, there's two hikers in the woods, they come across a bear. One guy starts lacing up his running shoes. The other says, why are you lacing up your shoes? You can't outrun a bear. The first one says, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. And that's true, isn't it? See, I've said, I think in one of my very early episodes, that 98% of the people are not willing to do the work that it takes to be successful. In my mind, it's not even that much work. And in the beginning, if you can start by just pushing yourself a little bit harder, just a bit, just enough to make it through the initial doubt and fear and uncertainty, you've made it. And the second thing I want you to realize is that, to my mind, success is the job of pushing through those difficult initial times. So if you can get good at pushing through when your body and your mind are screaming, no, 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 don't do it, danger, you've won. You've learned the most important skill for success, which is never, never, never quit, never give up. You might say, for example, well, you know, I thought I had a dream and it turns out it doesn't really fit me or suit me. Fine, change the dream. But the skills and the steps that you take to get there, number one, they're exactly the same no matter what your dream is. And number two, the effort's never wasted. Going for what you think you want, even if it ends up being wrong, is a really important life skill. And once you start getting some success under your belt, you realize that you are actually good at being successful because you'll envision something. You get behind it with your whole heart and mind and body. And then once that happens, you can execute and you can actually achieve things that most other people can't achieve. But you'll never get to that spot unless you stick it out for those first critical three, four days, three, four weeks. You have to start now. Because every year that you waste not doing it, every year that you waste making excuses, you get one year older and you get really practical life experience and reinforcement in something awful, which is the idea that you can put off living your dreams, that you can make excuses and accept mediocrity and everything will somehow be okay. That's the worst lesson you can learn. So to my mind, once you've made the choice to be different, to be exceptional, that you deserve to live a life of distinction, once you've made that choice, you have to go all in. At that point, it's almost a responsibility to your fellow man to level up, to grab the reins, to do something amazing. You have to understand that the world won't wait for you. There is nobody out there to guarantee that you eventually become successful. 
if you don't do the work, it will literally never happen. And I'm worried because I feel that the world will easily accept that life of mediocrity. It is content for you to simply buy things, go to work, show up every day, grease the machine, keep the wheels a-moving, and then come home, watch TV, consume some media, and then get up and repeat the cycle. But that's not a life of distinction. That's not a life of excellence. We need more men and women of excellence. The world needs your art. Whatever it is you make, you have to make it. You owe it to us. If you don't do it, who will? Well, that's just it, guys. 98% of the population won't. 98% of the population either doesn't have the vision, doesn't see themselves as someone who should be making a difference, doesn't see their ideas as valid or worthwhile, or worse still, doesn't see them as possible. But what kind of world would we live in if we didn't have people who had those visions that came before us, that had the courage to live them? Whether it's Martin Luther King, whether it's Einstein or Edison, or the modern-day geniuses like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Somebody has to be the one and go do it, but we have this fallacy in our heads that those people aren't me. But those people are just normal people just like you. The only difference between them and you is that they said yes, that they had the courage and then the discipline to stick it through those first three, four days, three, four weeks, three, four months. And once you get that far, guys, you now have practical experience in knowing that you can hit home runs, knowing that you can do the work, knowing that you can stay the course. None of these guys were supremely talented. None of these guys have things that you and I don't have. They simply sat it out. They came in, showed up, tried every day, and eventually started nailing more successes than failures. And voila, all of a sudden, they're an overnight sensation, right? When the reality is they've been trying, they put in the hard work, they did it for half a decade or a decade or more. But that's what it takes, I'm afraid. If you are not willing or if you are not patient to stay the course, to stick it out for that length of time, then the thing that you have burning in your belly isn't important enough and it never will be. So you need to get to a place where that thing, that fire in your gut is so motivating, is so clear, is so important to you that you can't imagine a life without it. Sometimes as a coach, that's the most important thing that I do is hold your hand and stick with you while you get through those really uncomfortable first couple of weeks, while you get over that hump. That area is so fraught with temptation to just leave the game, to quit, that I think sometimes the greatest value a coach can deliver is to carry you through and act like a drill sergeant to make sure that you get up every time and get back at it so that you don't lose pace, so that you don't lose faith, so that you don't walk away and quit. So now that I've been coaching across multiple lines of business and industry, different kinds of men and women from every walk of life, what's the thing that I see that's always the same? It's going past the initial passion and finding your own light, the thing that turns you on, that keeps you getting up every single day. And in the beginning, that may be someone else pushing you. Or it may be something you are capable of finding within yourself, but the point is, it is all too easy to not find it. And I think that's one of the reasons why we get to the 98% of the people who aren't willing to do the work that's required, is because in the beginning, it's awfully scary, and it's very easy to knock somebody off 
and most people are willing to accept that that first sign or indication of initial failure is a sign that they should quit, that this wasn't meant for them. So the message that I have for you today is to dig deep into your own artistic, creative, or business vision and realize that it is worthy. And that now that you've been called, it's incumbent on you to take the next step, but also to take the step after and the step after and the step after until it has become a habit and routine of achievement and success and persistence. Folks, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com or find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week.